You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I uh, hope you are doing well on this weekend. And uh, with another loss today, the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, they fall to 5-5. Five and five, And it has been quite some time, it feels like, since the Bengals have pulled out a win. They uh, had a, uh, a victory against Tampa Bay, but uh, between the bye week and the loss last week and then this week, we're looking at almost a month of uh, football where the Cincinnati Bengals have not pulled out a win. Um, very, very frustrating today. Um, and I guess we'll just start with the very first comment we got here from Mitch Deal saying bad decision on fourth and three. I mean, that the play was there. The play was there. And uh, the bad decision, of course, had has to be about throwing to Cody Core. Um, John Ross had a nice play. Giovanni Bernard, good out of the backfield. Joe Mixon can make catches as well. Uh, and then, of course, you got Tyler Boyd just, you know, he's diving for first downs on third downs. He's making big plays. And you go to Cody Core, a guy who, uh, I mean, is just he's way down the pecking order on the on the team in terms of uh, who should be getting the ball on offense. And um, he, he basically bobbled the ball, dropped it. It was catchable. Yeah, there was contested coverage, but um, that was – that was it. Uh, hi, Robert. Happy early Thanksgiving to you as well. That's that's nice of you. That's a good, it's a good positive uh, comment today that uh, <laughs> we should be thinking about is uh, Thanksgiving. Um, I do want to just point out a few things. Um, you know, really, this thing, this this loss, kind of points to um, the the Bengals not doing the little things compared to other teams. And what I mean by that is. They are not – They had, even with Marvin Lewis at the helm taking over for, for the defense, they had major struggles. They couldn't stop the run of any kind today. To me, I, I kind of said a tongue-in-cheek thing on Twitter, but to me that was a high school-like offense that the Baltimore Ravens were running today. It was options. It was RPOs. It was – um, you know, I, I, I don't know that a ball traveled from – Lamar Jackson's hands into a receiver's arms more than 15 yards through the air today. I, I mean, I, I, they gained more yards than that on certain plays, but the passes were very short. And, and to be honest, that was a vintage Baltimore Ravens offense kind of day. Field goals, um, you know, short passes, running the football, and they got the win against a, a Bengals defense who yet again uh, failed to – Failed to stop the run. And by the way, that noise you hear is my – and for those of you joining me live, you might see him. It's my son. He was supposed to take a nap, and he is not doing that. So I apologize if you hear a couple of different noises aside from 
mine. Uh, I'm on solo dad duty today, so got to do what I got to do. Um, I, I, again, though, the little things, the little things are the are the things that uh, plagued the Bengals today, and uh, that's that's what ultimately caused the loss. Uh, unfortunately, they. Did not do uh, again the play calling fourth and three and throwing throwing to Cody Core. That's a decision. That's a small thing that you kind of say, well, why not? They didn't stop the run, um, and there were there were sacks that could have been had of Lamar Jackson that he turned into positive plays. The Bengals didn't run the ball well, um, and you know it it was just there were so many frustrating moments and frustrating plays that you kind of just saw the loss almost coming. Um, you you kind of saw, you, you could have seen um, this type of frustrating result. Again, Bengals drive down the field late, set, uh, you know, a couple of poor offensive play calls then, but they still get into field goal territory, 51 yard field goal. Randy Bullock pushes it, pushes it right. Whereas Justin Tucker, Mr. Automatic, hits every attempt and everything that he, you know, fit, including a 55-yarder at the end of the, the first half. So, I mean, it's just the little things that other teams do that the Bengals do not do. And uh, it's, it's kind of a theme. And, and here's, here's what's going to happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it now. You know, the Bengals have a slew of winnable games coming up. They'll win some of those. They will, if not all of the winnable, quote-unquote, quote, games on the slate. Um, and then they'll probably lose to like the chargers and, you know, who knows, maybe that game against the Steelers is gets them in, but they they might fall on their feet then too. I hate to be negative, but we've seen this song and dance before this particular team is not giving us a whole lot to be faithful about at this point. Um, I don't know. I, I think also, I mean, we knee jerk reactionist. I think a little bit also, this is, this is a, a game that I think a lot of people, um, probably thought that, you know the Bengals would lose. They split. They split with the with the Ravens. The Ravens are a competitive team, but I'm going to tell you what: the Ravens aren't that great of a team either. Uh, they play a little bit of defense. They've got really nothing going on offense. Um, and like I said, they basically played a version of the Wildcat that we saw in the late 2000s today, and the Bengals could not stop them. There's there is a lot. Yeah, Brian Yates, where was the spy on Jackson? Well, that's what happens, and this is this is the other thing. I mean, I look back, C.J. Mosley made a few nice plays today. Um, you look back and you look at the decimation and the lack of talent at the linebacker position that the Bengals currently employ, and I'm including Vontez Perfect in that discussion because I saw him miss a couple tackles today. He is having zero impact on the offense at this point, so – um, you know, I think we all thought he would be a big boost once he came back and he has really not been, it's not been that way. Where's the spy on Jackson? I don't know if the Bengals plan on that, but here's the thing. The Bengals have those big traditional defensive linemen up front. Um, sometimes they can set the edge. Well, sometimes they do not. And we've seen, how many times did we see today? Jackson, though he's nimble and slippery and all that stuff he eluded sacks that the Bengals have because basically they were slower and not as agile. Now, obviously defensive linemen aren't going to usually be as agile as a mobile quarterback, but when you don't have those tweener linebacker edge rusher guys that can maybe chase down a quarterback, when you don't have those things, that's when you don't have those types of players on your team, you know, these, these broken plays are going to occur. The other thing that bothers me, again, you're talking about little things that lead up to big things, and it's it's kind of a theme with the Bengals again. Uh, 
rookie quarterback, mobile quarterback. For years, the Bengals have never been able to figure this out. They've never been able to figure out, you know, some of these guys that are former high picks and uh, guys that can move, that were exciting college quarterbacks. Some of them end up going on and having exciting careers. Some of them end up doing absolutely nothing. But regardless, the Bengals have always had trouble, it seems like, against mobile quarterbacks, against rookie quarterbacks, and that was the case today. Extremely frustrating because you saw basically it, it looked like the same seven plays, eight plays that the Ravens kept running. And the, those, those uh, option plays just kept killing the Bengals. A free agent, a rookie free agent running back, uh, Gus Edwards, uh, had over 100 yards. Lamar Jackson had over 100 yards on the ground. Just, just sickening. And uh, I, I don't know what else there is to say except for the fact that the Bengals at this point aren't they're one in four in their last five games after starting off uh, three and one this year and um, uh, four and one actually. And uh, they, they just aren't playing good football right now. The offense disappears too many times in these long stretches. Um, they came out and did some nice things in the second half today, but they started off very, very poor. Um, and it, it, you know, I don't know. I don't know what else really to say. Stefan Hoffman says, you know, they're going to run the RPO for the whole game. Where's the game plan? I, I know. And the other frustrating thing is that Lamar Jackson missed apparently a day or two of practice being ill. And obviously it's great that he's feeling better and all of that stuff. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, um, it seems as if, the Ravens still game plan better than the Bengals did. And um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what else to, to say about that, except for maybe that's the disparity between Harbaugh and Lewis. And maybe that's a, an issue of Lewis taking over that defensive coordinator duty. Um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Mike Hall says perfect needs to go. Um, perfect needs his PED says Jay Dalton Wildermuth. Um I'm very disappointed in him. Uh, and not only is he not making the impact plays he has traditionally made, uh, his tackling is very poor and his effort seems very poor. Um, I don't know what that's about. I don't know if that has to do with, uh, you know, he, he's not, maybe he's not as hungry as he once was, I guess, quote unquote hungry based on the fact, based on the fact that he's now one of the higher paid linebackers in the league. Um, it just kind of, it, I think, unfortunately, we all thought that Burfecht was going to be a cure-all to the defensive issues once he came back, and unfortunately, not the case. And uh, he's struggling. You've even seen seen massive dry spells from Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins, the two stars they re-signed this offseason. Geno Atkins did have a big play on Lamar Jackson, and Dunlap was kind of in there a couple times. But the impact, huge impact plays that they had early in the season are not coming. And um, – you know, the frequency of getting after the quarterback is not there. Uh, there's just a lot of issues, and you keep pointing to it. And then, you know, like I said, the the offense disappearing for dry for, for long stretches and doing these multiple three and outs, that doesn't help your defense either. So it's, it's just this continuing carousel of a lot of different issues, and it's, it's – uh, I don't know how it's going to get better. Um, Douglas Sen believes that the Bengals will not win another game. I don't, I don't see that. Um, 
you know, there's questions about the coaching staff being fired. I, I mean, that's not happening this season. Um, I, I think the only way all of that happens again is if, uh, you know, something, if Lewis is to be let go after the season and, you know, he comes in, cleans house and, and, and creates a new staff altogether. Uh, that's, those are, those are some of the, the only ways I can see that happening. And, you know, Lewis and Mike Brown trust each other. So we may be stuck in this type of thing for a while, folks. I, I don't know. Um, there's another, there's another thing I saw on Twitter, you know, some people were complaining about the refereeing. I, I thought the refereeing just in general was atrocious today. And I say that, um, you know, there was missed calls for both teams. I, I think maybe one or two more for the Bengals that, uh, were, were kind of critical. They were stumbling over their own, you know, a couple times they threw flags and, oh, there's no penalty. And, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. They were just kind of a mess today. The officiating in general, in my opinion, this year has been pretty poor. Um, but this is the thing, you know, those and the injuries and all of that. Other teams, good coaches, good teams, whatever, they find ways to overcome that stuff and get wins. <laughs> The Ravens at home today, I don't think they're I, – I do not think they're a better team than the Bengals in terms of talent. Um, the Ravens at home today, they played without their starting quarterback, and they had to play a rookie quarterback that missed practices this week. So – and they still got the win. Cincinnati was missing A.J. Green, sure. Preston Brown, sure. The other tight ends, yeah, totally. But – other teams find ways to utilize other players. Other teams have other players that step up. And uh, the Bengals do not do that or, or do not have those types of guys or both. Um, I think it was evident on the Cody Core play to end the game. I, I think the dry spells say that. But um, this team just is not uh, – I don't know. It's not responding the same way that it was early in the season. You know, you, know, you kind of thought when this game was going – uh, down to the wire, the Bengals had the ball there, and they were kind of getting a couple first downs, all of that stuff. Um, you kind of thought that they had a chance to make it make a game or a comeback win in the same way that they did earlier in the year, and they just didn't have it. They, they didn't have it. So um, I don't know. Uh, Matt Nolte says a lot of coaches that get wins are the ones getting the calls like Patriots, Steelers. Seems like the calls always go their way in crunch time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they probably get a few more calls than other teams. But at some point as a team, you kind of got to – you got to create your own way. You got to create your own destiny. You got to create your own luck. And uh, the Bengals have not been able to do that. So I don't know – I don't know what else it's going to take. Uh, you know, it, it, it could take a higher – announce a coaching hire like what the Rams did with Sean McVay and a, a really innovative mind and said that, you know, I'm really putting my stamp on things. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do things the right way, all that kind of stuff. I think Marvin Lewis initially had that, but I think since it's, uh, it's greatly dissipated, I think things have gotten stale. And um, I, I'm, I think what I'm really disappointed with is a lot of the body language, a lot of the effort um, from players. And uh, I don't know. I just uh, – I'm very disappointed on in that. Um, Adam Taylor says, saving ourselves from losing a first-round playoff game. Uh, Tyrone Curley, as I mentioned, said rookie quarterback and running back uh, 100 yards rushing. Yep. Um, uh, Bill Bill Stott, uh, you 
they did. The Bengals did blow a major opportunity, yes, but the Steelers did not lose. I think they won uh, at the very end there. Um, I, I am seeing some comments about uh, the Bengals' defense was better. Yeah, they were better. I don't know how my what that's really saying. I mean, um, they did they did some things. They you know at the at the end of the at the beginning of the third quarter, they seem to have made some adjustments. They, they got a turnover on a, a poor throw by Jackson. They got a turnover on downs and that got them 14 points right there. That was huge. Um, then they come right back and just lay flat against, you know, the, <laughs> this offense that you'd see high school teams run. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling and I don't understand it. Um, Sam anger, good friend there says, I'm usually an optimist, but this game turned me, um, likely meaning, you know, I don't know about fandom or anything like that, but obviously turned turned him about what to expect the rest of the year. He said, you know, what are we going to do about Phillip Rivers? I I don't know. I mean, the Bengals have a under Lewis they, when they've traveled west to play the Chargers. They've gone three and one, but uh, you know, those were usually better teams. I mean, we're talking 2009, 2012, 2013, uh, you know. So, I mean, uh, I I don't know exactly – I don't know exactly what they'll do against the Chargers in L.A. I'm going to that game in person, so (laughs) I hope they win. That would be fun. Uh, I I, I guess we can – I think – I guess we can end on this one. Pete uh, fought a Joe Pascal. What if Mike Brown wasn't in charge? Well – that is a wonderful hypothetical, but that's not that's not going to be the case until I hate to be morbid. He passes away um, or becomes, um, you know, if he were to get some sort of uh, disease or something like that, that would prevent him from from being able to run the team. And um, you know, th- th- that's a good. The reason why I wanted to bring that up is because that points back to you can point that back to the last play of the game today to Cody core um, fans were clamoring for the Bengals to make a move at the trade deadline. Fans were clamoring for the team to look at free agency, to help out some of these decimated units in uh, that have been hit by injuries. And the team has done nothing of the sort. They, they did. They missed the trade deadline, didn't do anything. They haven't grabbed a free agent. They've promoted from the practice squad. And that's great that they have, faith in a lot of these guys on their practice squad. And some of those guys they have there are talented, but um, you know, I I don't, this team at the point before the trade deadline, they were right in the middle of it and uh, they, they could have been pushing for a championship, but like what they did in free age, what they always do in free agency, they did not push all the chips to the table. They did not um, make, you know, really wow, wow moves, you know, top tier guys or big Cordy Glenn was a nice trade. And that was, a, that was a big deal, but uh, I don't know. There's just, this team just doesn't operate in the same way as a lot of other NFL franchises. Mike Brown is the reason behind that. And unfortunately that's why we keep seeing the same results. Um, there was a, an article I put up on Cincy jungle about indoor practice facility updates and all that kind of stuff. It's just, um, I, I don't like to be negative, but a lot of this stuff is just seems to be a lot more of the same. A loss like this kind of cements that mindset. I hate to say that. Um, you know, they could they could very well come come out here in the next uh, handful of games and get some wins. 
Um, they do, as I mentioned, have a pretty favorable schedule coming up here. Next, next Sunday is against the, the Browns. Um, then they play the Broncos on December 2nd. Those are two very winnable games, both at home. Then they go to L.A. to play the Chargers. That's a tough game. Then they come back and host the Raiders, uh, go to Cleveland the day before Christmas Eve, and then they end the season with the Steelers. So, I mean, at 5-5 five and five right now, you're looking at possibly three or four wins uh, that, that look to be winnable games. I, to me, I think the Browns may even be scrappier than the Ravens, so I wouldn't even count that to be a season sweep as, as it usually has been, but we'll see. Um, all is not lost yet, but this was a, this was a hard, hard loss to take, and the Bengals obviously are feeling that, and I think based on some things I've heard today, I believe the Ravens now take uh, that six-seed place over the Bengals, even though the Bengals beat them earlier this season, so uh, we'll see. You know, enjoy this time of year. Enjoy Thanksgiving with your friends, family, loved ones, whoever that may be. Uh, try and, as a Bengals fan, as, as much as it stinks, try and not let this type of thing discourage you or, or ruin your holiday. Uh, go have a good time, like I said, with family, friends, all that stuff. Try and enjoy your holiday. Keep it to CincyJungle.com for all the news, opinions, analysis, updates, everything going on. Last week was a very busy week, as we know, with the coaching changes. Uh, probably not the same thing this week, but we will still have a ton of news and opinions and analysis. So keep it there. And our Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Check that out. It's on a number of different platforms. Appreciate all the support. Appreciate you tuning in on this Sunday afternoon. And uh, let's hope the Bengals get back on the winning track. I'm Anthony Cazenza. See you soon. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.